Welcome to Star Wars Rant Podcast, episode number 31. We've made 31 of these without killing each other, 31. So I think that about wraps up episode number 31. Join us next week for number 32. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I'm Brian Seddon, your host. I'm joined by Chad Viss. Greets. And... Mr. Brian North. What's up? What is up, <laughs> Brian? The galaxies. Uh, Star Wars, that's what's up. Also, I've been uh, ready to do this podcast for the last five minutes, and Brian has almost killed me twice. So, <laughs> yeah. if I go missing, people, it's look in Brian's son's basement. You'll find me. Whoa. No, backyard. Backyard. Whoa. All right. So um, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Um, got some uh, Star Wars stuff to talk to you about. Uh, it was a good week in Star Wars news as far as there's actually some things going on. Um, so let's just go ahead and jump right into it. So uh, some Last Jedi news. Number one is uh, Last Jedi is confirmed to be plural via different languages so there's that um what do you mean by that well you know what i mean by that there's different languages yes i realize there are different languages the way they in uh the way they interpret jedi or the way they uh have it spelled out i guess i don't know what that means chad it means that in the different language jedi is plural it's plural the way the form of the jedi word that they're using in what languages every language but ours Mm. and what did they what do these languages say can you say the last jedi in german (laughs) it's basically right the subtitle was the last jedi in obviously in other languages a little more sophisticated maybe than english well how dare you um how dare you? Hey, what does that mean? They have, well, maybe more complicated, not sophisticated, more complicated. Like in Spanish, there are female and male versions of things, um, the same word. And there are also plural and singular versions of the same word. Um, and so I believe it was either Portugal or Spain, the last Jedi, and the Jedi version um, that they used for their language was the plural version of Jedi. And the same thing for Germany, um, which is where they speak German. <laughs> Uh, they yeah. use the plural word uh, for Jedi in that language as well. Which is? No, 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 no. That's not how it Jedis. works. No, no. Yes, it is. No. The Jedi! Wo- <laughs> That's, it's like Japanese. Yeah, what happened there? Uh, no, the, wor- the word before it is the plural phrase, so it's a plural sentence. That's how it works in other languages. They're not Jedis in German. Yeah, Jedis. No, <laughs> that's not how it works. Jedis. I don't think either of you really know. So then, then say, <laughs> probably true. Say the say the last Jedi in the language that you obviously yeah. know. Let's hear it. Go. Go. La, la momento Jedi. No. <laughs> I don't know momento. what's last. I don't know what's Did you say last. Time. Is. <laughs> Tide con bleach. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, anyway. So we don't know, but that's what they. That's what the internet tells us. So it must be true right 
And Chad did bash the American language. Thank you, Chad. Hey, hey, Brian. Here's some research. Since you love the, uh, since you love the opening crawl so much, since you cried so much about it not being Rogue One, see if the Last Jedi in the Force Awakens crawl is plural. You cut out there, buddy. I have no idea what you just said. It wasn't plural because it was referencing Luke Skywalker immediately before the Last Jedi. Oh, okay. Wait, so I mi- you know I missed that on my end. What 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 did you say? I said you wh- said to see if in the in the Force Awakens crawl if the Last Jedi phrase in that was yeah. plural. No, yeah, no, because it says Luke Skywalker right after that. Right. Is that what you're just saying? That's what I was saying. Yeah. So. We had an audio miscue there. Sorry, folks. We're being hacked. <laughs> so, by, by the Germans. By the Germans. Um, all right. So uh, moving right along, uh, The Last Jedi is going through some reshoots uh, due to Carrie Fisher's death. Too soon. Excuse me? Well, it's happening. Um, so it's according to Project Casting, it's, which is a casting agency. There's an open call out for extras in Edinburgh and Scotland for walk-on roles. Uh, they're going to be looking for actors between the ages of 16 and 90. Um, and filming will take place from March onward. So um, the little report says, though not confirmed, it's believed that Carrie had two big scenes coming up, a reunion with Luke and one with Kylo. Um, one or even both of them might have been filmed and will be included in The Last Jedi, but um, not sure if those will be cut or something else. So I, we've talked about this, and I, I think um, I think I kind of expected this, you know. That they would change I, the way, yeah, yeah because I mean, she's not going to be part of the movies anymore. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And I'm assuming, you know, the movie had her doing something that would lead into this next movie you know Mm -hmm. i don't know what that would have been but uh so now they gotta change her up i heard they're doing research because they're uh killing off every character kind of like rogue one it's not funny (laughs) wow (laughs) so so anyway there you go so you know some reshoots um for that we'll see where they go um with it but uh there it is so next uh this isn't this is in no particular order tonight um really just to make b-knob upset so but this next story will actually uh probably get chad upset uh the latest star wars novel hints at the origin of supreme leader snoke so spoiler alert star wars tell me how you've read this in the book and that you've come to this conclusion please do did not. Hmm. Uh, well, let, let me say the book. The book is Aftermath, Empire's End, which came out. When did it come out, Chad? Uh, this past Tuesday. The Was it the 21st, I believe, was the this date? This past Tuesday, which is plenty of time for somebody to read through the entire yeah, book. Yeah, three days. Sure. Plenty yeah. of time. Well, you can. Well, that's not. I mean, you could read through it in one day. Yeah. No, you're not right. even a full day. Yeah. Brian, hold up. Cut the guy some so. slack. It took him like six months to read the Ahsoka book. So. Yeah. You know, you just got to fit in in between everything else. But, you know, priorities. That's what she said. I don't understand that joke. It doesn't really (laughs) apply. 
Please right. continue. Tell me what so the internet anyway, said about this book that I'm um, reading. So, spoiler alert: if you're going to read uh, Aftermath Empires End, um, we're going to spoil it for you. So, I can't believe this is happening right now. This, this is happening, Chad, because you're the only one that's reading the books in the world. Don't have patience yeah. in the world. Well, at least that's listens to the podcast. <laughs> All right. Um, so, and, and, uh, you know, much to B knobs, uh, happiness here. I'm going to read a lot of this. So, um, there you go. So who is Supreme leader? Yes. Who is Supreme leader Snoke? Um, the novelization of the force awakens revealed that Snoke witnessed the rise and the fall of the galactic empire from afar. That he watched the New Republic's birth pains and that he focused his attentions particularly on Ben Solo. Um, so now with the new novel by uh, Chuck Wendig, Aftermath Empire's End, um, we got some more. So um, this says, Out in the unknown region, stirred on by the dark side, Palpatine sought to unlock their secrets of the unknown regions, a territory in space so dangerous that the old Republic hadn't even managed to chart it. Um, so I'll read, I'll read a bit to you. Chad, have you read this far no, into it? No, no. Oh, okay, well, here you go. Outside the known galaxies <laughs> and unexplored this. infinity, Palpatine explained, one closed off by a labyrinth of solar storms, rogue magnetospheres, black holes, gravity wells, and things far stranger. Any who tried to conquer that maze did not survive. The ships were obliterated or returned to the galaxy devoid of travelers. Communications from those explorers were incomprehensible, either shot through with such static as to make the content useless or filled with enough inane babble to serve as a perfectly clear sign that the explorer had gone Utterly mad out there in isolation. So there you go. You can, you can skip that part in the book now, Chad. <laughs> I um, hate you guys so much. Then it says, uh, so Palpatine secretly established an observatory on Jakku, one dedicated to gradually mapping the unknown regions. This, according to Gallius Rax, was, <laughs> was why Palpatine took in uh, the Chist strategist Admiral Thrawn um, Thrawn's knowledge of the unknown regions had Palpatine a unique, uh, gave Palpatine a unique window into them, a chance to map out a part of the galaxy that nobody knew existed. Um, so then it says, why? It says it's a dangerous place. As he grew in the dark side, Palpatine had sensed a presence, one waiting in the unknown regions, watching over the galaxy. Back to the book. The Emperor was convinced that something waited for him out there, some origin of the Force, some dark presence formed of malevolent substance. Malevolent. He said he could... That's what I said. Oh, malevolent. sorry. Yeah. Malevolent. <laughs> male violence. Yes. Substance. Ooh. He said he could... F that's a weird noise. He said he could feel the waves of it radiating out now that the way was clear. The Emperor called it a signal. Conveniently one that only he could hear. Even his greatest enforcer, Vader, seemed oblivious <laughs> oblivious to it. And Vader also claimed mis mastery over the dark force, did he not? Rax believed Palpatine had gone mad. So, to sum that up, uh, Palpatine was uh, hearing this presence or feeling this presence out in the regions of the unknown. It was calling to him. 
and Vader couldn't uh, couldn't even pick up on it. So, given that the First Order would would be established in the unknown regions, it's safe to assume that Supreme Leader Snoke himself is the being that Palpatine sensed. If this is the case, then Snoke is no mere Sith Lord. Instead, he's something even the Sith didn't know was there. So powerful that Palpatine considered him to be potentially some origin of the Force. Um, we know that Lucasfilm is diving deep into the lore of the Force. Luke has been meditating on Act 2. We've had whispers and hints that we'll see the ancient Jedi world of uh, Elam. And the last Jedi in films and novels have happily been diving into new obscure force cults. It seems pretty clear from this that Snoke is no Sith. He's something new, something terrifyingly powerful. Is this why Luke retreated to the first Jedi temple to learn a truth so ancient that the Jedi Order had forgotten it over the millennia, leaving the galaxy vulnerable to Snoke? Alright, so here's, here's a little more of the book, Chad. Here we go. The Outcast. In one of the flashbacks, man, in one so of the flashbacks, I'm so good at this. I'm good at reading. English language, one of the, f- the best one, yes. apparently. It's not sophisticated, but it'll trip you Depending up. Depending on the, never mind. In one of the flashback scenes in Empire's End, <clears throat> Palpatine tells Gallius Rax about different game pieces in the Star Wars equivalent to chess. He refers, though, to one piece known as the Outcast, a piece so powerful, so, uh, oh boy, mm-hmm. that's embarrassing, isn't it? Can't read that word, but it was banished. It was banished, that word, or the uh, <laughs> the piece. Rax returns to this metaphor time and again, considering whether Palpatine was referring to Rax's own role. Um. And this is the author of this piece speaking, which I'll uh, say his name at the end here. But I'd suggest, though, that it may be for uh, it may form a hint of Snoke. Empire's End offers subtle hints that Palpatine may even have contacted this presence in the unknown regions through his observatory on Jakku. And and if so, it's entirely possible that he was telling Rax to go to the outcast should the emperor be dethroned. All right. Lastly. Seeking an apprentice, we know from the novelization of The Force Awakens that Kylo Ren wasn't Snoke's first apprentice. He'd been seeking a perfect apprentice for many years and settled upon the grandson of Darth Vader when he sensed the balance of light and dark within him. Leia senses Snoke's presence in The Force Awakens. Intriguingly, Empire Zan offers hints that Snoke sensed this even before Ben Solo had been born. And one nightmare scene, this is probably the best part of the book, Chad, so pay attention. In one nightmare scene, a half-dreaming Leia struggles with the sense that something dark and powerful is watching her, focused upon her unborn son. Ben Solo leaps in her womb, and she believes he's reacting to her own fear, but perhaps even the baby sense the watchful gaze of Snoke. Says Empire's End offers the tantalizing hints as to Snoke's origin and the nature of the First Order. It suggests that Snoke is no mere Sith Lord, but is something far worse. So, there you go. Thoughts? Un- Chad. What? How, are you, how do you feel right now? Stupid. So, <coughs> you feel, you no, I'm, stupid? I'm not stupid. This is stupid. Oh. So the way the book starts off, 
you know, which isn't mentioned in this awesome, fantastic, wonderful article. Um, it begins. Oh, yeah. It begins. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I just want to give that the author. Uh, let me just. Oh, please uh, say his name. That, no one cares. Oh, well, uh, it was Tom Bacon. Good job, Tommy. Not related to Kevin. Um, so the way I, like the very first prelude to the book, which immediately got, I was excited from what I read, starts with um, Gallius Rex going to the Death Star um, before Jedi, or as right as Jedi, or yeah, I suppose actually in the middle of Jedi. And uh, Return the Emperor, of the Jedi or the last Jedi? <laughs> the Empire, or the Emperor calls him to the throne room. And he's escorted there by two of the red uh, cloaked bodyguards. And he calls him in and basically tells him um, a shuttle has landed on the sanctuary moon. And uh, destiny accompanies that ship. There's one on board who challenges the course of fate as I have seen it. Obviously, speaking of Luke um, landing on Endor. Are the the forest moon of Endor, uh, and he he tells Gallius Rex, "It's time for you to be ready. Um, it's it may soon be may soon be time for the contingency, with a capital C as a proper a proper noun." Um, and Rex's throat tightens, and he says, "My destiny." Um, and he tell Palpatine tells Rex he's going to go far away. He's going to go hide in the nebulas um, until the events events of the Shatterpoint are resolved. And Rax asks, how will I know? He says, you'll know, I'll send a sentinel. <clears throat> and he says he can't see the Emperor's eyes, but he, he looks at him, he starts talking to him, he says, my precious boy, are you ready to be the outcast? Are you prepared to become the contingency? And again, outcast is capitalized. Are you prepared to become the contingency? Should it come to that, there will be others you must call to your side. So this guy is saying the outcast may be Palpatine. He specifically refers well, no, he was saying to outcast. Rax. No, he was saying the outcast would be Snoke. But I, right, yeah, okay. From what you read, but, that's an obvious reference to right. Rax. He's specifically right. talking calls to him. Calls him that. Um, yeah. And it's capitalized, so it's not just like an outcast as a, you know, Are you saying Tom Bacon is I'm is saying cool you guys should maybe... Right Take the nope, guy who's don't say on it. Don't do it. the podcast. Don't tell us. Don't tell us to read. That actually reads. Don't. I'm not saying you have to read it. Obviously, oh, who has okay. time for that? But maybe you yeah. should just take the guy that's actually on the podcast that is interested uh-huh. and is actually uh-huh. reading the book, and see uh-huh. what he has to say from actually reading <laughs> the All book. Right, well, let's hear, it. Brian. What do you have to say then? Instead of just kidding, I'm, I'm just, just saying. I am just, just throwing that out there. Eagerly waiting to listen to Chad's opinion. He's so mad. All right, well, let's talk about the Snoke deal, though. I mean, I think it's interesting, though, because, you know, when you think about the expanded universe, the, the expanded universe. Chad is the outcast um, tonight, folks. <laughs> you know, Thrawn, the uh, Thrawn did, you know, was out in the unknown regions. Yeah, that is um, cool. That's a cool In the expanded tie-in. universe. So it is kind of a, a tie-in there. And you would assume, um, I mean, they're going nice. to do, for the rest of this Rebel season, I assume we'll see more with him and then obviously he's getting a book as well uh specifically th- for Thrawn I believe in April. So Correct, which we will ruin as well. Of course. <laughs> it right, is interesting though that Ch- they tie that in there. That's very cool. Yeah. I like that. So do you guys think then Snoke is a Sith, not a Sith, a Sith, a uh, Sith, a uh could he, you know, is he like what 
Mr. Tom Bacon is uh, proposing that he's, you know, a type of an origin of the force or a greater being or what do you guys think? I think that he's an ancient being that was a force user. Um, I think that the biggest thing, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to switch sides a little bit here, be on chat sides a little bit. I think the biggest thing that draws star Wars fans further, why we have a podcast, why we talk about new things that are released. I think that fans run or continue to be fans because of the growth in the mythology. Mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest reasons why fans were such big fans after the original trilogy was because, you know, after the original trilogy ended, there was decades of expanded universe. There was yeah. new novels being made and stories to be told and this or that. And I think that when the prequels came out that everybody was excited because they're saying all this fantasy stories that we made about young Darth Vader and his master and younger Palpatine taking over in the Empire. I think that they all were so stoked to see more of this mythology kind of uncovered. And to be honest with you, I think that George Lucas kind of dropped the ball growing the, taking and growing the mythology as much as he could add with the prequel trilogy. And I think that's what disappointed people. Instead of the Force being this mystic thing that's out there that they're trying to explore, he just sums it up in one sentence from Qui-Gon Jinn in Episode One, And that kind of annoyed fans a little bit because all that mysticism and that and that kind You're of talking about the wonder. midichlorians yeah the midichlorians it kind of like uh. every every sort of mystical mystery of the force was trying to be summed up in one sentence and kind of written up in a script and it kind of ticked fans off because this is something that they've wrote their own stories about and their own fan fiction about for years and years and years and then instead of Anakin, you would just chalk him up to be this chosen one. And it's kind of like a kind of annoying kid who says he's the chosen one and then falls to the dark side. And I think that one big opportunity that they have right now is really building out. You know, I think that's one of the reasons why they just kind of negated all the expanded universe because they want to spend the next years now growing that expanded universe and, and rebuilding the layers of mythology. And since the prequels well, me, didn't really do a good job doing that, the sequel trilogy has to do that, which is creating these characters from the past, which I think Snoke is, I think he's an outcast. I think that they're going to expand on his history, maybe even do some stuff. Yoda could even know, knew him back in the day. Who knows? But I, I think that he was locked away in the, in the, in the outer, in the beyond, in the, in the phantom zone. The Phantom Zone, right. The no man's land, you know. Unknown regions. Unknown regions, whatever you want to call it. Um, so it's called. And he was kind of, <laughs> and he was forgotten about, <laughs> you know, only to, to return. Now the, the. Let me ask you guys this. Are you still going? No. Nah. Sorry, go sorry, no, Cody Smith. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, you know, let me ask you guys this because I, you know, um, I don't know how I do know how I feel about it. So, you know, if they if you're saying, OK, well, Snoke's not going to be a Sith. So essentially, there's no Sith in these new trilogies, right? This next film is called The Last Jedi. I mean, could we be you're talking about mythology and moving forward and changing it? 
Are we seeing the end of the Jedi versus Sith and seeing something else? Hmm. Interesting. You know, could they say, could this end the Jedi and there is no more Jedi? It's it's something else. The Jedi have served their that. purpose or, right, you know, and it's, hmm. and this is the end of the Jedi. Which, to be honest with you, if that happens, I don't know how I feel about that because I, I always like the whole Sith versus Jedi storyline. Um, but if you're talking about, again, the main villain not being a Sith, the movie's called The Last Jedi. Interesting. You know? Yeah, I mean, if they're, if they're going to expand it even bigger than that, like a bigger picture than just Jedi versus Sith, that there is more behind the scenes all these years than even they knew, and Snoke is this ancient being that's, you know, the age of Yoda or older, um, and he's been watching just this portion of the galaxy from afar, but has a deeper understanding of the Force, and obviously is sinister, at least in his what he's wanting to do. But if they expand it and make it even bigger than just Jedi vs. Sith, I think that is an interesting concept that I hadn't considered up to this point. Would you be okay with the end of the Jedi? Yeah, because the way you're saying is that maybe, maybe the Jedi themselves aren't gone, like, you know, Ray is still force-wielding, but maybe it's just, it's bigger than just the, the, the group of Jedi. The Force is more than just Jedi and Sith, and that's maybe where your Grey and Bendu stuff come in. But they can make it where that moniker Jedi is meaningless now. It's a lot bigger than that. And I'm sure there'll be a new name for it, or a new, you know, title they put to it, to make it give it something you know you can hold on to but if it's the jedi are no more but there's more now that we never knew about i think that would be cool uh we'll see i think that if i think that if snoke was banished in the outside to the outs uh, unknown regions why is he banished where you get where like why do you assume that he's yeah, banished say he's banished just says that's where if this is snoke you know, that's calling to the emperor. That's just where he is at. Right. There's either one or two things. He's either he's either locked away there or he's in hiding there or he's kind of, you know, stuck out there. There must be a reason why he's out there. And what makes sense like, to me yeah. was was if it's so hard to get out there, obviously it's hard to get back. And I feel like maybe the Jedi from the past kind of tucked him away there to away. not... Yeah, they kind of try to get rid of him, and it now like being zone, like Chad right. said, this is starting to sound like Superman. Almost even some Star <laughs> Trek episodes that. I've seen. Right, but that's, I'm saying that's now thought. that's why he's so scared of Luke being the last Jedi because he knows that the only thing that could defeat him is hmm. a Jedi. That's that's interesting too. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what spooks him. So why why would this ancient being, who's this all powerful dark side force user, Care be afraid of Luke. Luke Skywalker? I mean, yeah. not putting Luke down in any way, but why it would seem like I Luke was nothing to him. I think he's Vigo from the Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters Two. Remember, mm-hmm. and they trapped him in the thing. That's where he's been mm-hmm. because remember he would call you from the painting. Mm-hmm. Mm, very similar. Well, I heard this other thing no. lead, leading further on into the Snoke theory. There's this also oh. this parallel sister theory about the Knights of Ren. And what the theory is, one of 
Palpatine's advisors is this big dark side force user worshiper and he has this group of group of cronies with him called the acolytes of the beyond and they're pretty much these dark in the books right and they're and they're these pretty much these dark side fanboys who kind of are have an obsession with dark side and dark side artifacts which we heard all the way back from you know plot rumors of the force awakens we heard about the ancient fear and these dark side collectors and the collectors of artifacts, you know, maybe that was legit information, but it's not just put out there. Maybe that was just in writings and, you know, planning out, you know, sketching out the new trilogy. But they said that they collect Sith artifacts, especially masks. That's why they, that's why they kind of worship and idolize Darth Vader. Cause he's this mask. Cause they feel like if you put in a mask, then you're, you know, it's an, a better connection with the dark side and, they steal lightsabers and collect Sith artifacts. That's why Kylo Ren has such an ancient lightsaber because it's an old old lightsaber that was found and collected. And the reason why you you know the reason why you would think, oh, Kylo Ren's just an apprentice. It's his it's his young kid. Why is he the master of the Knights of Ren? Because he's the only Force user in the Knights of Ren. And the reason that the Knights of Ren idolize him is because. He's a force user, number one, and number two, he's the grandson of Darth Vader. So they kind of put him on a pedestal. He's the master of the Knights of Ren because of his force ability and his heritage. So that's how they kind of factor in, and, and Snoke being such this ancient being in the force, a dark side user, they you know that's the guy that they follow. You know, and obviously he's training up Darth Vader's grandson, which is Kylo Ren. So, yeah, that is interesting, and that the that acolytes of what's it called? What do they call themselves again? Acolytes just, of the Beyond. Of the Beyond, they have been mentioned in these aftermath books um, as stealing lightsabers and leaving, almost like anarchists, really leaving their the graffiti marks on on buildings in Coruscant, um, and just kind of causing ruckus. Right, and they say that they're not violent. In the early aftermath books, they say that they're not violent, but they but they are going to be. Mm-hmm. So they want to create an uprising. So I I just feel like Snoke came out. That'd be interesting. He, Snoke was the con- was the contingency plan, unless the contingency plan was them, you know, going, you know, you know, using the unknown regions to for the to hide away, you know, Palpatine's faithful followers, you know. Which he sends them away. That's a contingency plan. They meet up with Snoke there, and then Snoke uses the the remaining, you know, loyal people to the Emperor to create the First Order. And then that's what it comes yeah, about. Yeah. So and <clears throat> um, and so those would be the in Ray's flashback scene. Theoretically, those would be them standing along with. Uh, Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's why they all have masks. It's like a rite of passage for them. All right. Well, very cool. We'll see where that goes. Chad, be sure to let us know if uh, they show up at Empire's End. Yeah, you can just read it on the internet. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, next, so, so quick ones here. Um, there's some rumors that the unaltered original Star Wars trilogy is to be re- re-released this year. Okay. Um, for the 40th anniversary. And the 40th and, time um, of you buying it. 
<laughs> Correct. Well, it's the unaltered, right, though. Right, right. No, you know? I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'll buy it. Yeah, I don't own the unaltered. Do, do either of you guys? I may have, like, some off-TV recorded version, like, on a VHS tape somewhere that's uh, pre, pre-altered. You still have VHS tapes? Yeah. Wow. My I mean, I don't have VHR, I, I, VCR anymore, I'm, but... I'm pretty sure my dad has the original VHS. Yeah. yeah. Just the original one, not Empire or Return of the Jedi. So that would be big. I mean, that's definitely a moneymaker if they re-release those. I know a lot of people um, want the originals. So so there's a quick one. Another one, this is kind of interesting. John Williams, um, obviously we all know who he is. Uh, he uh, He's already done a lot of the score for The Last Jedi. And um, actually... Um, Ryan Johnson is um, fitting the the movie into the score. So in other words, you know, a lot of times they have the movie and the um, the composer will watch the movie and kind of come up with the score. They're kind of doing some of this backwards um, where he's come up with some music and, and Ryan Johnson's fitting in scenes to the music that John Williams has come up with. That's cool. Yeah, so, you know, uh, I think that's kind of a cool idea. The, uh, you know, we talked about music a lot with Rogue One and how the music really kind of can set the tone. So um, it'll be interesting how that comes out. John Williams, you can't go wrong with John Williams. So I'm sure it's going to be amazeballs. So um, also, the um, a lot of people now are saying that the teaser trailer for The Last Jedi is going to be attached to um, the Beauty and the Beast film. Uh, which comes out on March 17th. Oh, that may be true. Yeah, because they already said that they're already tracking for like over 100 million, close to 150 for million for opening Beast? weekend. Yeah, so that's going to be huge. You go see it, B-Nom? Um, I'll just catch the B- classic. B fan? I- I'll just class the classic cartoon. Um, yeah. Chad, are you going to go see home. it? Take Take the daughter? Yeah. Beauty and the Beast? I, I would like to see it. It looks good. Yeah. Good. It's a good movie. Well, sadly, I'll see it if uh, the teaser's attached to it. Yeah, because I'm not into that. Oh, come on. It's going to be a I'm great a film. Live mm. action Beauty and the Beast, Emma Watson. Come on. It's going to be a good movie. Ian McGregor's yeah. doing a voice. Obi-Wan's in there. Like, come on. Do you like Beauty and the Beast, the cartoon? The animated one? That is my favorite uh, Disney movie. I've only seen bits and pieces of it. That is my favorite one. Chad, can you agree with no. me? That is the best one. I don't know if it's the best one, but if it's your favorite one, how would you not want to go see the live-action one? Because you can't not, mess I didn't say that. I know. That's I'm saying, I know. Yeah. I'm referring. You, you can't, I'm looking you at can't, him. You can't mess with the... Uh, you just uh, can't mess with the original, number one. And you can't uh, watch... Wait a minute. Hold you can't on watch be- When you guys... You wait, talk- when you guys were... What's your favorite Star Wars movie? Mine? Yeah. Episode what? Six. Oh, I thought you were like three. <laughs> Never mind. That takes away my take, take my that. burning, scalding Wait, comments. So when when you guys were 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 kids, you know, young boys, you were really into the Beauty and the Beast. I've seen okay, first... pretty much all the Disney movies, and Be- that was probably a classic by the time Beanup was a little boy. Actually, it was uh, came out the year I was born. I think. 
Number one. Number two, I had five sisters growing up, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. okay. Well, there you got an excuse. So that thing was that on repeat. That yeah, thing was on repeat, you know. I had a number, sister as well. And, num- and number yeah. three. And number three, it's got good mythology to it. It's cool. It's mystical. People change. That's my favorite. That's my favorite part at the end is when you see them all change from like their pots and pans to like real people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. It's just cool. All to right, see. well, right on. But Your this isn't Beauty and the Beast podcast. Thanks. I will. But anyway, um, if it's attached to Star Wars, it is. Yeah. And all right, Han Solo. Wait, what else, B nine? What about the B and the B? What do you got? No, I was gonna say something about that Han Solo <laughs> thing. Oh, yeah. Well, I just... All right, Han Solo. So, um, it's going to hit theaters May 25th. Um, they released that picture, which is up on our Facebook of the crew of what in year? the Millennial, Millennium Falcon. What? You said May 25th and did not specify a year. I apologize. 2018. Okay. Uh, so, you have to wait. I, yeah, I should have mentioned that. Yes. Um, but... Uh, and um, uh, Lando Calrissian... Both of them were in the picture, young and old. What do you guys think about that? Um, Let me just say this. I wasn't too pumped about the Han Solo movie until I saw that picture. Yeah. Um, You know, to be honest with you, I'm I'm still not not super pumped for it. The old Land of Clarizine is not in that picture. Yeah, I lied. I, I may have misspoken. I apologize. I was, that's what I'm saying. Was he? And I missed but it. No, he's not. They did. Um, they did. Uh, they Billy s- Williams yeah. and uh, Danny Glover. They did Donald meet Glover. for lunch. Donald Glover. Yeah. <laughs> Danny Glover. <laughs> <laughs> they did meet for it's lunch. Brian, you get, you're getting too, <laughs> you're getting too old. <laughs> I, I'm all over the place. It's because we had an outline. It's messing me all up. Obviously. Um, they, uh, they did meet for lunch, and I can't remember where I hear this, but uh, then someone asked him about the lunch, like how to go, you know, talking to Donald Glover. and um, Because, you know, originally he said he didn't want anybody to play uh, Lando. But, um, he, also he, didn't want anybody, he, he also didn't want anybody playing Harvey Dent either. Yeah. But uh, he said it was good. He thinks that uh, Donald Glover is going to do a good job. But then he also said... You know that the basically the Star Wars or the uh, Han Solo film was going to be about Han and Lando meeting for the first time and them uh, getting the Falcon. Sweet. So kind of gave away a little bit, which I think we kind of all assumed anyway, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. New Chewbacca though, but, everybody's getting recast. Well, he was yeah. in the but Force so Awakens, so it's not oh, entirely yeah. new. No, they they kind of did double yeah. duties. This is his first time. Yeah, doing but the whole any gig. anytime you saw Chewbacca walking, it was the new guy. <laughs> um, so but let me ask you guys this: Do you guys think Han Solo will do as good as Rogue One? I think it'll do uh, better. Really? Yep. I don't think it will. Yeah, it will. Let me tell you why, and then Beanob, you can weigh in on what you think. Okay. I don't think it'll do as good because Rogue One, although not part of the saga, was kind of part of the saga. It was the story, but it was right in the middle. And it, you know, it was about the Death Star. Darth Vader was in it. You know what I mean? So it was still part. It's still part of the main story to me, even though it's technically not. Where this is in the, you know, has nothing to do with the main saga. Other than Han Solo getting, you know what I mean? Han Solo's not what Star Wars is about. 
it's about the Skywalker story. So I don't think I don't think it's gonna have as much interest, in my opinion. Okay. I could be wrong, but that that's where I feel. So I don't think it'll do as well as Rogue One did. Box office wise. Okay. Let me put it this way. If you are a Star Wars movie in two thousand and seventeen and you don't make a billion dollars, you're a terrible Star Wars movie. Well, I'm just saying, will it do as well as Rogue One? I will tell you the I will tell you the the big factor on it. It's gonna it's gonna interest more fans because you have hardcore Han Solo fans all over the place. So that's gonna draw more attention than some obscure story. But what's gonna make or break it is the marketing material. To be honest with you, I wasn't too hyped about Rogue One. To be honest with you, I was like, oh okay, whatever about it. And then. The, the trailers and the tone that I felt from the trailers and the promotional pieces and everything that went along with it sold me on it. And that's why I was so pumped about it. It wasn't until the later, it wasn't until the trailer started coming out that I really started getting pumped about Rogue One. I'm in, you know, I'm the same way about the Han Solo movie. I saw that picture. I kind of, you know, even though I say that I, you know, oh, I trust the, the story team and, and the producers and everybody to, to put something that's kind of, you know, make me trust trust it as a fan and go along with it not seeing Harrison Ford play Han Solo for the first time in 40 years you know but after I saw that picture you know it kind of convinced me a little bit and you know when I see a little footage I'll be I'll be more convinced I think being such a hardcore fan makes me a little bit more skeptical especially with beloved characters being recast and another actor playing them to be honest so you're saying, so you're, you're saying, uh, you think it'll do better than Rogue One? Yeah, I would say it will do okay. better than Rogue One if, if the story, and if the actors playing the younger characters do justice to the beloved characters, and that's the a movie's big. Movie's good. They'll do Should be better. a politician. Here's the thing, <laughs> I, working in, I think it'll do better, and and I said that immediately was because. In the comic store, when when Rogue One came out, I heard a group of college students, so early 20-somethings, come into the store, girls and guys looking around, and they're talking to each other, and it was around Rogue One, so I was playing a lot of Star Wars movies on the TV, and I heard them go, oh yeah, did you hear that new Star Wars movie's coming out? And they're like, yeah, what is that one? So like, I don't know, it's just, it's a new Star Wars movie that's coming out. Oh yeah, well, maybe we should go see it. Like, oblivious to where it happened in the timeline. So Again, normal people, right? We're talking between They're us. They're not normal. They're not <laughs> no, normal. No, we're not normal, okay? Oh, wait, 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 wait. We're super fans. <laughs> we're, we have a podcast and argue about stuff. They're just normal people. Kids compared to us, right? Like, they're yeah, just Speak in for college. yourself. Sorry, Brian. They're younger than you even. So, you know, they're, they're, they're discussing, oh, yeah, we should go see that. But you put a Star Wars movie out that has Han Solo's name in it. All the characters in Rogue One were new. Right? Except right. for Vader, who was barely in it. Every, especially the main cast, all of them are new. Created Ma- for this story. Mon Motha. Okay. Tarkin. Huh? Tarkin. So all, the, all your main scene. characters are R2D- new. R2D- and it has Rogue R2D2. One. No one knows. The average person doesn't know where it falls. Like, even my mom and my grandma that went to saw, see it were confused at how Darth Vader was back in it. Because he was dead. you're a terrible son. 
You didn't do you understand what I'm saying, though? The point I'm making is that normal yes, people no, didn't even seeing it sitting in a the theater didn't understand where it fell into the timeline. Now we have a Star Wars movie that has the name Han Solo probably in the title somewhere. It's going to be gonna be really confused because they're going to be like, D- I thought he died. Right. Where's but Han Solo? That's not Han Solo. Again, it goes to B-Nob's <laughs> how they advertise and put it out. But the fact that you put Han Solo's name in it, you've got Han Solo in it, you got Lando in it, you got Chewbacca in it. It's gonna do better than one Star Wars movie that no one knows anything about. Let me tell because you because it's got though. known factors in it. The, yeah, let me tell you this though, Chad. Okay, I understand that it's a Star Wars movie, but that's not what. Ma- okay, the mass crowds are gonna watch it opening weekend. It's a Star Wars movie, so yeah, you might have a great opening weekend. Sure, but you're talking. But, right, but, I understand. But I'm talking about why did why did Avatar do so great? Why did The Dark Knight do so great? Why did so The Force times, Awakens? How many times? Because you people saw go it. see it multiple right. times. True. And and I'm telling you, if the story is not a good story, it doesn't hook the, the fans. Rogue like One, us. Rogue One, Rogue One was a great story. It was a great movie. You're Who right. hated it? You or Brian? Brian hated it, right? I didn't hate it. I did not hate it. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I didn't like the music, and I just felt like they could have developed I, the characters And I wanted to crawl. Better. I wanted to crawl in the music. No, you're you're right, you know, if, if it doesn't have a compelling story that fans like us are behind and we're pissed about it, we won't go see it four times. We'll see it once, and that's it. Right. Well, and so we don't know. We don't really know the plot or anything, right? Point. So can we assume this is going to be like... You know, I think you got three options of how this is going to play out. It's either going to be like a caper type movie, right? Sure. Because Han Solo's a smuggler. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's going to be an Indiana Jones type movie slash Guardians of the Galaxy. Kind of, you know, because he had Guardian Star Lord kind of has that vibe, which I think he would have been a good Han Solo. By the way, what's his name? Chris Pratt. Yeah. It's um, a little busy at the moment. I don't know if you know. That. Well. And He's caught in his own uh, war. <laughs> so a caper, an Indiana Jones, or, you know, I wonder if it'll be... Because, like, who's going to be the, the bad guy? You know what I mean? Like His mentor. Are they... Right. Oh, so they did say that, if you're, follow, if you're saying, because uh, of the whole Legends thing. His mentor is a big old jerk. But like, so he's not going to be fighting like the Empire. No, it's going to be a, it's going to be a like a crime, not a crime movie, but like you know, just these smugglers and these scoundrels and the yes, the deals. It's going to be a totally, it's going to be a totally different yeah, Star Wars movie. Like not people be were saying that about Rogue One. No people were saying like Rogue One was going to be different, but it they were still fighting the Empire. He's going to be racing the Falcon. Doing the Kessel Run, he's gonna be. It's gonna be him, uh, run, him, and living the high right. life, being the young guy that's just lucky all the time. And then he has one bad streak of luck. Something bad happens. Probably has to do with his mentor coming back and trying to get what he's owed because now he's famous. And so Han has to, him and Lando and Chewie have to do something to get that debt paid off or get that off their back so they can move on in the future. Boom. Next news item. Here's what I want. Okay. Couple nope, things. He said next. Oh, right, go whatever. Ahead. <laughs> no, go. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. First off, I don't want I'm any. Right I don't. I I got no, enough. Sorry. I got enough kitschy references to the original trilogy and and the Force Awakens that that were enough for me. Okay. 
So I don't want any weird references to try to play to the fanboys, you know, oh, about Han some. and... Sorry. There will be some, but I don't want to yeah. be overloaded with it. Yeah, there will. Sure. Number two, I need Donald Glover to pull off Lando really well, with it, which is like this classy dude and really, really cool. I don't want him to be some a character from Community in a Star Wars movie. You know, sure. that's the only thing I'm worried about. Um, yeah, and I mean, you, you have one shot to have him meet up with Lando and Chewie and... Do it justice. Do it right. Yeah. So, I have confidence. All right. Well, let me ask you this. So, when it comes out, it's going to be in the summer of 2018. Here's some other movies that will be out 2018 mm-hmm. in the summer. Mm-hmm. Avengers: Infinity oh, War. That will yeah. come out May 4th. Will it do better than Avengers: Infinity no. War? Infinity War. No. No. I agree. Not even close. Uh, but either way, Disney's making some cash right. that weekend. <laughs> um, a Transformer. This says a Transformer spinoff. Is that when's the last night come out? This is summer. The same thing, That's or this summer. okay? So there's some other yet another Transformers movie coming yeah. out in 2018. Then uh, a spinoff. I don't know what that would be, but um, well, supposedly Optimus is it, a bad dude in this one. This next one, so yeah. Will Why it, did Star Wars pick than... the same name as almost the same name as a Transformers movie? That's what, that's what gets me going. Well, the I Last Night, The Last Jedi. I mean, come on. All right. Well, back to the question: no. Will it do better yeah, than do better whatever than that. that spinoff it'll is? Better, okay. Yeah. Will it? So then, another one coming out is The Incredibles two. Will it do better than The Incredibles two? I don't know if it will, that's, but Disney's that's sure going to be making money that weekend. <laughs> All right, and then the the other big one coming out that summer, this is the last one, is Jurassic World 2. Jurassic World 1 did real, real good. I think it's going to be on par with, like, The Incredibles and Jurassic World. Sure, I could see that. Wait, is it all coming out yeah. the same week or no. different weeks? No, <laughs> Avengers is May 4th, The Transformers is June 8th, Incredibles is June 15th, Jurassic World is June 22nd. So, so when is the Han Solo movie come out? Uh, May twenty eighth, I think, is what I said. Oh, okay, so uh, so Infinity 25th. War's got a good, so Infinity War's got a good three weeks before the Han Solo movie comes yeah, out. So that that's gonna be a good summer, though. Yeah, you know? they got There's some good yeah, movies coming they're, out. Yeah, they're they'll be fine. Infinity War will rake in three weeks worth of cash, and then the Han Solo movie has a good two weeks to stand solid on its own. And that's really when that's yeah. really when the majority of the amount of money comes in. So. All right, well, I think it's a lot of Han Solo talk. It's the most we've ever talked about that uh, movie that we know nothing about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so good deal. So before we move on to Rebels, do you guys have anything else? Um, the Clone Wars is leaving Netflix. So if you have not seen The Clone Wars and want to see it for free, you have till March 7th, and it'll be gone. Yeah. Did you guys know there's rumors going around, or I heard uh, they're talking about starting a Star Wars TV, like show? TV network, or maybe, a, well, not a TV show, like a network. Oh, I didn't hear um, that. TV show. I would be on it. And some are saying, some are saying that's why they're pulling uh, Clone Wars off of Netflix. Hmm. Um, well, then, you know, we're not talking about Rebels yet, but, you know, being a, you had mentioned one of our uh, pre-production talks 
that uh, <clears throat> there might not be a Rebel season four, and they might do these these mini movies instead, which I hope they don't do. But um, I'm kind of in favor of them, to be honest with you, to kind of combat you. Because I don't know, I don't know if they're gonna bring Sabine back, but this past episode, it was like we went through the whole episode, yeah. and then Sabine was like, "All right, see you guys." And it was like kind of like three years, you know, three seasons be, worth of a character. She's not gone forever. It's just oh, it's just she's away on a mission. Yeah, you'll see her, so, so to speak, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. All yeah, right. Well, before we jump into that, Chad, did you have any Yoda or anything for us? Yoda. No, you didn't catch up on the Yoda story. There hasn't story, been anything that? else out no? for Yoda. Okay. Um, there there is. There's, isn't there a new Poe Dameron? I'm behind on that one. Um, there is a, another book coming out in July called Inferno Squad, which oh, yeah. takes place um, yeah. right after Rogue One and before episode, or right in that space as Rogue One finishes um, and the Death Star is destroyed, where a group of elite stormtroopers supposedly probably the inferno squad go looking and trying to hunt down all the people that stole the death star plans and the plot that was involved kind of behind the scenes on their own um so it may still i don't know who they'll all have in it but it's i don't know if it's a full-blown novel or just kind of a mini you know like young adult novel um, well, who but... who would they be going after because they all died <laughs> Well, they're, they're like a special elite group of Imperial soldiers that are just going to go try to cause havoc in the Rebellion and try to find anyone they can, I assume. I don't know. All I've seen is the title and like a cover photo of a squad of stormtroopers. They have a similar, <clears throat> a similar squad in uh, the Star Wars comics that Luke has tangled with, and their leader has a lightsaber. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, yeah, I forgot about that. You showed me that. So, sounds interesting. All right. Uh, well, let's move on to Rebels then. Um, Rebels is back. And uh, we got to see what happened to Sabine as she traveled back to her home uh, place. So, the episode was Legacy of Mandalore. Sabine, Ezra, Kanan, and Raul travel from... Atalon to Crone Nest. Sure, I said those both wrong. Just making up words. In the Mandalore sector, in order to straighten out matters with Sabine's estranged family. However, the initial reception is quite hostile since Sabine is still considered a traitor to her family due to her defection from the Empire. Upon being presented with the Darksaber, Sabine's mother, Countess Ursa, allows her daughter the benefit of a personal conversation, but it's Still too frightful of an imperial reprisal against her people, but she is still too frightful. And her husband is held hostage to join with the rebellion, and so she decides to sell out the Jedi to Gar Saxon in exchange for Sabine's freedom. Saxon, however, immediately goes back on his word and denounces the entire Clan Wren traitors to the Empire. Clan Wren and the Rebels start fighting back against the Imperial collaborators and welding Ezra's lightsaber. Sabine engages in a personal duel against Saxon and the Darksaber. Sabine emerges, emerges victorious, but as she turns away from him and Saxon prepares to shoot her in the back, Ursa kills him instead, thus restoring her broken ties with her daughter. 
Foreseeing the chaos Mandalore will face with the demise of its Imperial governor, Sabine and Rao decide to stay behind and help restore order and for Sabine to find the one person who is truly worthy of leading her people into the war against the Empire. That was the episode in a nutshell. Um, you know, I was surprised at the ending. I thought Sabine was going to be the one to be like the leader. Um, but she says she's going to find the person that, that should lead. I have no idea who that could be. Because I don't know enough about the Mandalores, Mandalorians. You guys? Ezra, maybe? No. That's that's dumb. There, in the Clone <laughs> Wars, there is a Mandalorian woman that fights with um, Obi-Wan. I cannot remember who she is, but she kind of is on a, an outsider as well. Um, and I saw an article referring to her possibly as being either joining the Rebel crew in place of Sabine or being able to be that one that could step up. I forget her name and exactly who she is, but... So she obviously survived the, the Clone right, Wars then, right. that era. Um, well, so that's cool. Um, but I thought it was a good episode. But, yeah, I don't think, you know, Brian, you were saying, I, I you know, I don't think this is the last time we'll see Sabine. They have to finish, they have to f- tie these storylines up. You know, if they only have, if they do do a season four, we'll see all the tie-ups. Um, if they don't, and they do many movies, which I still, again, hope they don't do, then obviously we'd have to see how her story ends. So, um, so there you go. You know, the other thing I was thinking as I was watching it, because, you know, we've been getting a lot of Sabine, um, you know, I really hope the story follows Ezra mostly, but I hope they, they give Kanan a good ending. I think he's, he's a good character. Um, you know, even in the comics, um, you know, um, in the book, uh, a new dawn and all that you got to kind of see his story we know more about him than we do Ezra to some degree um because there's more about Kanan so I, I really hope they do something good with him he's a good character yeah so um any other thoughts on the episode it was fun it was it was a good episode to see you know the traitor and kind of the backstabbing and her trying to win her brother back over and you know seeing the Jedi without their lightsabers and then the one Mandalorian comes crashing through the window and throws the lightsabers yeah. to him and they That was a good yeah, scene. I mean it's it was a fun episode. There's a lot of stuff that happened, a lot of action. You gotta meet her family, um, which is cool and see how much they really are upset with her for creating the weapons the Empire used against them and how their their tribe or their clan has kind of been outcast because of her actions and how worried her mom and brother were or wanting to be accepted. Um, and then that turning around at the end when they realized, you know, Sabine didn't do it on purpose. And this guy that they were kind of subjugated to was kind of a, a big old jerk. So, yeah, it was it was a fun episode. Um, I'll tell you what I thought when I watched the episode, especially when they land on Mandalore and we see all the, all the people in their suits with the jetpacks and everything. Uh, what a missed opportunity that they had in the prequels with stories and characters and planets like this you know they you spent the whole clone wars with the clones fighting the droids and i've always said that you know there there was never any angst or any suspense in a clone that's just a clone person one of a million 
fighting against a droid. And it would have been yeah, cool. Droids sucked. It would have been cool just to see, you know, real people fighting real people and having a good variety. Yeah. Having you could have clone troopers, you could have Mandalorian soldiers, you know, and it's just about people taking sides. It's a big civil war. And it would have been cool to see all those different People groups picking different sides and battling each other, turning against each other, and then just watching the Republic just kind of collapse from the inside. So I think it's just a missed opportunity. You know what I thought you were going to say for a minute? Because um, I, I had uh, I had this thought, that part where um, Sabine and, and Ezra and them, they're crash landing onto the planet. <clears throat> it's you know It's a snowy planet and everything. It made me think of The Force Awakens. When Han and and Chewie and Ray, you know, they jump out of hyperspace and they crash onto uh, Star Killer Base, because um, <laughs> it kind of had that same feel to it. But uh, anyway, it made me think of that. But um, but I agree with you. Droids, droids suck. Battle droids, anyway. Yeah. So. Um, there's a few more episodes left in this season just to read off the titles. I'm not going to read the descriptions because although I will ruin novels and books for Chad, I will not ruin Star Wars Rebels for anybody. So, um, Through Imperial Eyes is next. That comes out um, tomorrow or for us tomorrow, the 25th. Uh, Secret Cargo is March 4th. Double Agent Droid is March 11th. Twin Sons, that sounds like a good one, March 18th. Uh, do we think that's when we'll see Obi-Wan finally? That would make sense. Yes, it would. And then uh, two episodes left after that, Zero Hour Part 1 and Zero Hour Part 2, both on uh, March 25th. So um, there you go. Season 3 coming to an end by March 25th. Again, I cannot imagine them not doing one more season. So we'll we'll see what what uh, what we get. Mm. You guys got anything else to add? Um, one thing, when we we talked a few weeks ago, Brian, and we talked about the Force Unleashed game. Do you recall? Yeah, that it's free. You mean? Yep. And had did you say that you didn't think it held up very well? I did not. You you um, did not think it did. Or you did not say that? Held in regards to... Just the, no, I did say that, but in regards to... I was speaking of, uh, yeah, like the graphics didn't, for me, didn't hold up very well. Well, I, I'm here to tell but. you, ladies and gentlemen, Brian <laughs> Seddon is wrong. That game looks just fine. Well, now, hold on. Did you download it yes. from... Okay, see, now I was playing off an, a 360 disc. Okay. It doesn't change it. The the it's still the 360 game because if you play a backwards compatible game in your Xbox One, you're emulating a 360 through your Xbox One. You actually get the 360 dashboard and everything. Okay, well you don't have to, you don't have to get all technical. So it's the same thing. It thing, looks but... fine, and the game is fantastic. It holds up very well. Carter has a or... favorite brand or brand new favorite game from 2008. Um, the one uh, unleashed the first one or second the one? First one, for, first unleashed. The first one. Let me tell one. you, don't, I don't actually bring up gave about it the to second a, one. Second one's great too. I gave it. Hey, I thought the second one was better than the, the first one. The second one I is just way it, too short, in my opinion. Uh, it was shorter. 
I gave it to a kid for his birthday. Not not even my own kid, just some random well, you child. Well, the good thing is as you're on Xbox Live still, you can get it for free again. Yeah, so, it is free. Um, I spent $13 on it. Yeah, still still worth that as well. But that game, and we and I played a little bit too, that game is so good. I mean, it it's the first time I ever played a Star Wars video game where I felt powerful. Like I like where your character is wielding the force. Like you start off on Kashyyyk with as Vader, and he's just right. force throwing Wookies out of their tree houses and just blowing bark off the trees. It's pretty amazing. It's a great game. So yeah, yeah, and the graphics, Brian. The graphics on that game was revolutionary. I remember watching videos of it. And no, okay, the, now hang on. We're talking about we're talking about now. Today. You haven't played up. You haven't played it now, like on an Xbox One. Yeah, compared or anything. to the graphics, you don't even own an Xbox One, yeah. B-Nob. Compared to the graphics of today, it is very subpar, but it's still it yeah, holds that's what up. I'm saying, so, for, I'm saying, so, I'm saying, bad. ten years ago, it was revel. You know, wood shattering like Correct. wood, I agree. metal when bending I first, like metal. When I first played it, yes, I agree. It was amazing. I loved it. I bought both of them and I enjoyed it, and that's why I went out and got xbox or uh that's why i went out and got force unleashed again you know like a few months ago and i played it and it was poo it's not poo for the graphics the graphics were poo i just i'm used to, i'm spoiled maybe by you know it definitely doesn't look good as by the new right as it's like, like right. you know uncharted or the and Witcher, so when but. i say it doesn't hold up it doesn't hold up the graphics don't hold up the story right, because holds the up. game the, isn't the made mechanics, in 2008 the mechanics of the game hold up right. i'm just saying visually okay i didn't mean to start a, a scuffle saying. here i just meant to say brian was wrong go play the game it's good yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh. He hates When's Battlefront Two come out. Oh, uh, it won't be till next next fall. Hey next Chad, hey Chad, I dusted off my N sixty four last week and I played Mario and the graphics. Cool man, they just weren't that great, man. No, the Nintendo sixty four graphics are pretty crappy. They don't hold up. If you want good old school graphics, play on your Super Nintendo. That back, Those that hold up on great. <laughs> Those hold up great. Sixteen. Chad's bit. in the zone now. He's all like. Rrr. Rrr, that's exactly. I'm all like <laughs> video games. Chad, I, I heard a, I saw a news headline, and I almost called you for a minute to make sure you're still alive. I heard a guy died for just, playing yeah. playing uh, a video game for 24 hours. He was live streaming on Twitch. He did a 24 hour stream, and he passed away. Yeah. During the stream, so that is terrible. Playing uh, World of Tanks, yeah, it is terrible. Tough. So it's it's dangerous stuff, you know. You gotta be careful. What Chad does is very dangerous. It's I've Chad. never done a twenty-four hour stream. So. Well, you shouldn't do it, Chad. Don't do Apparently. it. We should do a Don't twi- do it, We Chad. should do a twenty-four hour podcast. Oh well, yeah, you'd both yeah. Uh, We'd all make I'll it that long die. without falling asleep. Uh, yeah. Uh, just so just so if you haven't figured out through thirty-one episodes, B knob has uh narcolepsy narcolepsy <laughs> yes. he gets real real tired because he's up real real early he's a hard-working right. man well <laughs> debatable wow so <laughs> harsh <laughs> all right let's shut this money maker down bow, 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 bow. Yeah. <laughs> uh thanks for joining us be sure to check us out on the book of faces known as facebook at Star Could barely Wars, say that one too. Our Star Wars rant 
Facebook. I post a lot of cool things on there page. throughout the week. You should check it out. Yeah, he does. And <laughs> and uh, our Twitter at Star Wars Rant. Um, check that out too. As soon as we get Chad the password, he'll be posting <laughs> cool stuff on that as well. So, um, but no, thanks for listening. Thirty-one episodes in. I don't know how many more to go, but hopefully a lot more. Um, but uh, we appreciate it. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.